0: What's up, Lady Ballers? Welcome back. We're Soccer Girl Problems. And it's
1: game time. What's up, Lady Baller? Welcome back to the Soccer Girl Problems podcast. All right. So today we have a really good friend on the episode. She's Caitlin Trepfer, number one female freestyler in the USA. And she's actually second in the world. We got to learn a lot about her, her previous experience playing all different sports and how she got into playing um, soccer, and then moving her career into freestyle. And it wasn't easy for her. She had to pick playing soccer or going into freestyling. And to be honest, it paid off big time. So you'll learn more about that on the podcast episode today. Make sure you listen. Guys, don't forget to to subscribe and rate our podcast. We love you all so much too. And um, we read everything that you guys write. And let us know if you like this podcast episode. All right. Bye. Hello. Hello. Ooh,
0: nice sweatshirt.
2: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this is the best. That's awesome. <laughs> it's honestly my favorite sweatshirt to just like lounge around the house in. You
1: heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so great. It's actually our favorite too. That's so yeah. comfortable. Yeah, I like it the green so... one that we have too.
2: Oof. Yeah, it's so comfortable.
1: Thank you so much. You're so awesome.
2: How are you? Doing pretty well. How are you guys? I just realized it's been ages.
0: It's been forever. So we saw you at the Neymar 5, right? That was when we first, and that was how many years ago now? It's crazy.
2: Two, possibly more than two, two more than two. Yeah. yeah. How have you guys been? We're,
1: we're good. It's obviously so hard, like such a hard year, you know, for everyone. We just want more girls to be playing soccer. <laughs> like, we want yeah. to go back to normal. But has it really affected your freestyling stuff?
2: Unfortunately, yeah, I mean yeah. The, the summer's always kind of the the busiest time of year, and I know it's cancelled at least a few trips. I've missed all the tournaments that take place during this time, and it's a real bummer to to miss out on, especially because the tournaments are still happening. It's just pretty much for Europeans only because we're not allowed in the country. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> of that. Yeah, so that's even worse. It, I would almost prefer they don't happen so I don't have to see it, but, you know. That's so true. Well, hopefully
1: yeah. things will open up really soon. I'm hoping at least in 2021 because <laughs> oh we we're all traveling. Like we even said too with ourselves, like event, our all of our events have been canceled and like our camps have been canceled and just every, you know, everyone's stuck at home. No one's really going to be in a big, you know, area right now with a lot of people. So it is
2: what it is. Yeah. It's, yeah, hopefully that makes everyone more excited and you get even more people coming next year.
3: Exactly. Does your tournament season go all year round or is, there, is it like a heavy during a certain time of year the same way like regular soccer is?
2: Uh, I would definitely say it's similar to regular soccer. Like summer is kind of the big period of time. We have the national competition. We have the international open competition. We usually have an invitational competition. There's one or two that happen the rest of the year, but most of the events and tournaments happen right about now. Uh. Well, at least you have more time to practice and like.
1: <laughs>
3: that is true. Lots of time to practice. <laughs> true. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely enjoying that part. I mean, I don't think many people would have a lot of fun just in the garage on their own, but I think I'm having fun. <laughs> is
3: that your main yeah. training area?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because I used to be going to the gym, but I mean, when they shut down the gyms, I had to find my own place. And it's kind of nice. I mean, I just walk downstairs and I'm ready to train. <laughs> That's kind of nice. <laughs>
1: I know, there's the luxury of working at home. Yeah. It's really nice. So we're just obviously diving right in. Um, We wanted to know, like, what briefly is your story? Like, did you grow up playing other sports, or were you, like, specifically for soccer before you dove into the freestyling world?
2: I definitely, I had a very varied background with athletics and really all sorts of things growing up. Soccer was definitely my main thing. I was also a gymnast for about five years. I did ballet. I did jazz dance. I did cheerleading. I did color guard, basketball, a little bit of tennis, a little bit of swim. Um, and I, I think those were kind of the main ones. But soccer, I played for since I was about four years old. So definitely the longest. Do you think
0: that dance helps you with freestyle? I think dance helps to
2: <laughs> yeah, dance definitely helped a little. I think gymnastics really helped a lot. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. The injury with the flexibility and just like the uh the different range of motion. I definitely think it's helped.
1: Yeah, like the back bends that you do. I it really. <laughs> <will come on. laughs>
2: I know a lot of the times I'm like I can't even do that without the
0: soccer ball. What you guys do? <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's funny, because, I mean, those kind of motions, because the motions themselves are so hard, the tricks look crazy, but honestly, just putting a ball there is so much easier than people think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go no, that's
0: not true. <laughs> <laughs> How did you first get into freestyling?
2: Um, so, I they used to host an event here in LA called the Soccer Nation Expo, and I went when I was, gosh, I think I was about 16, so freshman, sophomore year of high school, and I was injured. I had pulled a uh, hip flexor, so I was out for about four months because I didn't know how to rest. (laughs) I saw this group of jugglers there, and it was the first time I had seen anybody doing all these, like, crazy tricks with the ball. You know, you see Ronaldinho doing around the world and things like that, but these guys were just over the top, and I just kind of stood there mesmerized for ages, and from that moment onwards, I realized I was like, I need to learn how to do that. And I just started practicing it for fun and put a video on the internet from National Cup, actually, um, when one of the guys from that team reached out to me and asked if I wanted to get involved with the sport and get involved with the team. And that was kind of where it took off.
3: Wow. That's all for making a video? That's awesome.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And how old were you then? (laughs) I was, when that video came out, I was about 17.
3: Were you a naturally, like, very technical player? Like, were you a good juggler when you were just playing field soccer? Like, or did you really have to learn, like, all of that from nothing?
2: I had to learn it from nothing because I was a goalkeeper. I was a goalkeeper for at least 10 years by that point. Wow. We're we're not really known for our our technical. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's inspiration for all the goalkeepers out there.
3: It gives me so much hope because I honestly (laughs) assumed, and it was probably a poor assumption that, like, the most tech, the person I always see on the side of our field juggling and doing all these crazy skills is the one that the only one that would be capable of mm-hmm. becoming a freestyle like that. But that's, wow, that's really cool.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I hold myself to a very high standard because of that. And even before that, I was kind of the the obsessive soccer player. I wanted to always go pro. Um, and I'd always been told that the goalkeeper should be the most technical player on the field with both our hands and our feet. And that was always something I abided by, but I couldn't juggle to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> But can those, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but those, the four months that I had injured, all I did was juggle for two, three hours a day. And that was really where all that skill came from. I mean, in the four months I went from, I think my record was about 20 to somewhere over 3,500. Wow. That is long. How long does that take you? Uh, about two and a half hours. <laughs> oh my goodness you
1: that's, have to, that's like what about
3: bathroom marathon, breaks Marathons for your hip flexors i can't even understand yeah. <laughs> like,
1: are you sore after that my neck is yeah, yeah.
0: oh my gosh that's that crazy so
1: painful to me <laughs> you really do have to build up an endurance for that kind of thing like you're constantly moving
2: yeah you, yeah
1: It just leads me to the next question. Like, I'm so curious. Do you um, work out or have workout plans outside of like using a soccer ball?
2: I do, yeah. Um, It's something I I tend to follow on and off depending on the season. But I like to do a lot of jump rope work. I like to do a lot of like leg and ab work. Um, Less leg, more ab because I get enough of a leg workout as is. True. A lot of weighted jump ropes. I do a lot of just like squats weighted um sit-ups and things like that
1: that's awesome yeah and that like you said like it definitely helps with injury and stuff too you're strengthening your body as you're doing that that's so cool yeah
2: yeah so
0: when did you make the move from freestyle like from playing soccer to freestyle like did you keep doing both or once you started playing freestyle did you focus just on that
2: I did start doing, I was doing both for quite a while. It was actually in college that I made that move. Um, I went into college as a player. So I was playing for just a D3 because there was a conflict of interest with like upper levels. Um, But I played my freshman year at a college. And then by the end of that year, I I had been contacted for my first commercial work. And I accepted the commercial work, but my coach had seen it and she said, I don't think you're serious about playing for the team. And I had had a starting position at the time. And she said, I don't think you're serious for playing with this team as you should be. So you really need to make your decision. Um, she was also not the, <laughs> the most supportive regarding my career.
3: And she made you choose, which is not right.
2: Yeah. It, it was a blessing and a curse because if she hadn't been so harsh with me on that, I don't think I would have made the, the hard decision that I would have as soon as I did. Um, But her putting that in perspective for me, I didn't love playing with the team. I wasn't loving goalkeeping as much as I used to. And there was a path in front of me with freestyle and the commercial and all the feedback I got from the commercial really showed me that there was a niche that needed to be filled and a niche that needed to be filled by a female at that for all the girls who had never seen a female doing the kind of tricks that I'm doing because I only ever saw one girl and not for very long and she was always the one that kind of stood out to me because you know all the guys can do these crazy tricks and people kind of expect that from them but there was a place that I could stand and show these girls what they could do and I realized that that was what I wanted to do more so than soccer, more so than anything else. Wow I love that. Who was the girl that you
0: had seen before you?
2: she was with that team actually her name was Shanine and i think she was british so that was why she wasn't here for very long um but she just she had this air about her where everything lo- it came so naturally to her as it does look like with most freestylers but she just looked like she was having so much fun and it was it was a place that i really want to see myself standing that's awesome.
3: so cool that really speaks so much to like the things that we talked about today which is like having role models physical role models that you see in your everyday life when you're growing up because that it makes it obviously can you can break barriers and do things that females have never done before but to be able to see someone doing something and it makes it so much more possible possible for you and attainable and such a dream that's worth executing all the way through and I think that's why that's awesome that you and uh, like we know a, a handful of women that that do freestyle and it's so cool cuz you guys really are a rarity, you know, it's not something you see every day. And to be able to see it, it makes people stop and be like, damn, like look a girl can do that stuff too that I've only ever seen males do my whole life, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's what I love about it. I mean, I never growing up I never really gave much thought to it. I was always kind of the person like male, female, kid, adult, like I'll play and I'll beat you every single time. Yeah. <laughs> it never really occurred to me until I got into freestyle. And That was when I realized, I mean, growing up, if you asked me who my idols were playing soccer, 99% of the time I would name male players because the females at that time really didn't have a huge platform here in the States, unless it was something that you already were aware of. Um, And that's something I really want to change.
0: You must have a ton of girls reach out to you like on social media and when they see you in person, do you have any advice for young freestylers?
2: Stick with it, because honestly, the hardest part is the part that you'll remember the most going forward, and it's definitely the most formative part. I mean, the first two years, you just, there's so many moments where you want to quit because it's hard and there's no reward during that time. That's all just, you know, putting in the work and getting nothing out of it. And if you can stick with that, you not only gain so much later on as far as experience and things like that. but it just it makes it so much more worth it there it's rewarding so many more levels if you can just stick with it through the hard work
0: two years that's a long long time but it shows (laughs) you who really cares i guess and who really wants it yeah yeah Yeah.
1: i feel like it goes back to just like doing it because you love it and you're passionate Mm -hmm. about it and that's what's going to make you successful you know like you can't force yourself to go to practice like Two mm-hmm. to three hours of juggling a day. This <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> forced me to do that, <laughs> but um, it's it's certainly paid off for you. And we just also like we were fangirling over knowing you in the Adidas commercial that went, went out with Lionel Messi and like Pharrell and uh, who else? ASAP Ferg. There were so yeah. many people in that commercial. It was so cool. Do you was want that?
0: To add? Yeah, was that your first? Was that the first commercial you were talking about?
2: No, that was way farther down the line. To okay. this day, my favorite. Uh, gosh my first commercial I think the first one that I did was a gay commercial and that was a hilarious story because I was in Prague for my very first world championships for freestyle at the time and I got a call from my agent they're like hey we want to book you for Gatorade but it's filming in Spain in two days can you go <sighs> I'm in Europe already <laughs> I'll be there
0: oh my gosh That's yeah
2: I flew to Spain 24 hours back in Prague did my competition it was a whirlwind wow
1: that's incredible and how
0: old were you then
2: I was 18 I think (gasps) that's crazy
1: how old are you now
2: I'm 24 now
1: (laughs) just wow that was that long though yeah. It, like oh gosh. That, that's insane for me. That is pretty insane. Like it just like time has been flying way too fast. Like we feel like we're still in college, but <laughs> we all know that's not the game.
2: Probably yeah. <laughs> felt like that still.
1: Um we also wanted to know, like, do you have other freestyle stylers local to you that you train with or you know use as mentors or or you know, part a collab with?
2: I do, yeah. I mean, the, the scene has definitely fluctuated from the time that I started, but we have, thankfully, a very large scene out here, Orange County, LA. Um, the guy who initially reached out to me from the team was a huge mentor of mine. He's not really involved anymore, which is shame, but him and his friend who live in the area, they've pretty much mentored me from the beginning with Freestyle, and then I started to kind of build a bit of a female scene out here, and One of the girls, Lizzie, who's on my page all the time, is one of my favorite training partners. So it helps so much having someone to train with. I mean, freestyle is a very individual sport, but being able to share that with other people and bounce ideas off of them just makes a huge difference.
3: I was going to say, like, where do you get your inspiration for routines? Is it things that you see in real life or things that you see other people do or creating like with a training partner? where would you say you get your inspiration
2: yeah kind of all of that I mean I contrary to what you might think saying as I I said I did ballet and jazz I can't dance to save my life (laughs) (laughs) but I have a few friends who are dancers I have a friend from Canada who's a uh, break dancer and I love looking at the way people move and seeing if I could put a ball there how would that look Um, and that's where I really got the inspiration for most of it like My, my main trick, the catwalk that I do with the ball behind my back came from rhythmic gymnastics.
1: Yeah. I think that was the one I was referring to when you did the back bend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that is absolutely so cool. And like, are you constantly looking to improve or create new moves or is it like something that just happens like on a yearly basis for you?
2: It's always kind of a, a project in the works that I'm doing, uh, trying to find new moves. But I mean, freestyle has been really established for nearly 15, 20 years now. So not as long as other sports. But I mean, with so many innovators in the game already, it's really hard to come up with new tricks. But always something I'm trying to do. But generally, inspiration will hit you in the randomest places like yeah how many times I've had to pull up my phone on flights and be like okay I'm gonna try this next I'm gonna try this next <laughs> car on the plane I'll also look.
1: also to adding in that second person must be cool to do you know combinations with them as well have you ever yeah. done like any tournaments with another person or is it always just in, like yeah, is that
2: a thing it is a thing it's not a very common one right now um normally they have like a branch in the world championships that are for double things like that and i was supposed to go to a tournament in algeria for it but that got cancelled um but it is it's a whole nother aspect i mean i'm a perfectionist so the choreography would have to be like to the dot absolutely perfect um so it, it gets a little bit repetitive but it's fun because it opens up all these new opportunities
0: yeah. I feel like you have to be a perfectionist to be a freestyler, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be a good one, I guess.
2: <laughs> In my eyes, yes. Yeah. I think a lot of people disagree, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how many, how many people are competing at these, like, at these tournaments, or at, like you said, the world's did you say, what was it called?
2: The, the world championships.
0: The, yeah, so how many people are competing during that?
2: So our main international championship is the Super Bowl World Open Championships, so anyone can compete if you sign up, and that generally, I mean, it grows exponentially every year, but the last I saw, we had about 450 people from Oh, Oh. Oh.
0: so anyone can do it, so should I try for the next one?
1: (laughs) Jump in there! (laughs) I'll be
0: in 450th place. (laughs) When we promote this um, episode, we should show you doing the catwalk, and then the three of us trying it. (laughs) (laughs) break that would be entertaining
3: I'm gonna start my stretching routine starting today and then yeah (laughs) Yeah, Uh, what what do you do when you hit a point of frustration where you like literally want to explode like what's your way of coping with that sort of frustration because I mean even though what you're doing is much more meticulous than going out and taking shots on goals some days you just have days when you want to kill someone because you can't seem to do anything right or you're having terrible practice so how do you cope with like that frustration or being stuck
2: like that? Um, I mean, most of the time I have to walk away because I really do want to explode most of the time. And we, we tend to get a little bit crazy. So I usually will put the ball down. I'll go for a run. I'll go for a walk Go work out. I mean, I need to keep moving. I mean, more than anything, that, that is the key. I need to keep moving, but I can't keep doing freestyle because I'll just keep trying to beat my head against the same wall. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a
1: burnout. Like you can really burn yourself out.
2: Oh yeah. It's
1: healthier for you to walk away.
2: Yeah. I actually will turn to soccer a lot of the times because having grown up with it, having done it for so long, it's the kind of thing that I can do to take my mind off things, keep moving, but I still feel like I'm being productive and I'm still working out. It's cool
1: that you get to still stay in the soccer world too, in that sense, you know, like it is very different, but do you ever find that you're on the field and you pull off some cool freestyle move that like blows everyone away. (laughs) Because I would, I can't imagine like how cool it must be to do like incorporate that into the play.
2: I've done it once or twice but honestly those kind of moments really only happen when I'm just messing around. I was just playing around with my friend because we hadn't gotten to hop on a field in a while and I just remember I rainbowed her and then you guys know what an akka is right? Yes. So I, I rainbowed her, and then I just, like, awkward the ball around her, and I stopped. And I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, That's
3: like when we played in that Neymar Junior 5, like, celeb game, I was like, the whole time, I was like, Alana, do not get megged, because everyone <laughs> out here is freestyler and super technical, and we're, like, brute force, the three of us. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to get megged so hard. It's going to be so
1: embarrassing. Alana, I specifically remember being like, close your eyes, close close your eyes. Close your eyes. <laughs> Because I didn't want to get embarrassed on
2: the field. <laughs> yeah, honestly, playing with freestylers can get so frustrating sometimes. Because I swear that we get more caught up with trying to meg each other than trying to score a goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. So, oh,
1: you already told us your favorite move—the the catwalk. That's like your that's your your what you're known for, right?
2: Mm-hmm, Yeah. Is
1: any other move that you love doing?
2: Um, I mean, a lot of them. Technically, there's a trick where my feet basically go like this two and a half times around the ball before it touches the ground. Um, and I enjoy that one because that one just really feels like it's it's kind of stretching the limitations of what I can do right now.
1: Wow, that sounds really hard. <laughs> I mean,
2: the first time I landed that, I had backed my car into the driveway. And I remember it very specifically because it was like 11 o'clock at night and I drove my parents crazy for practicing outside. Like <laughs> I backed my car into the driveways and turned the brights on on my headlights because there was nowhere else to train. And I went at it for like an hour before I landed it.
3: Wow. God!
1: It really does take commitment and desire. And like, that's just something that I really respect about you. Like, I would get
3: I- so mentally fatigued. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> like well once your focus goes you're like how are you possibly going to hit anything if you're not hundred percent focused
2: yeah no it it really gets impossible because you can tell the minute your your mind wanders like you can't land anything and you have to kind of stop move to something else and regroup because it's just even if your legs feel like you can do it if your mind's not there it's never gonna happen yeah, that's true
0: do you get nervous
1: when you perform
2: Performing, no. Performing, I, I love to play off the crowd and the energy and the music. So really, that's kind of what I focus on. Um, because I've done it for so long, I kind of know what hypes the crowd up. So the minute I start hearing the cheers, like any sort of residual nerves are just gone. And I just, I flow with it. More than anything, I just have to focus on not getting caught up too much and going too fast.
1: Well, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have your confidence, please? <laughs> um yeah that's incredible and I mean we know uh Indie Cowie but and maybe there's oh Lisa Freestyle but other than that like we want to see more freestyles out there like you guys like you are really paving the way for women and I guess I'm wondering like what what would you like to see in the in the future to help develop more female freestylers like they should have academies do they have academies or anything like that?
2: Not often and not very widespread. That's definitely one of the goals in the future. Right now I'm working on like getting my titles and really getting that base. But in the future, I definitely I want to start an academy because that's something I've seen. Like you don't get a lot of girls. I mean, more than teaching them, we need to get the interest there. And I think a lot of that comes from the exposure of females in sport more than the males because – I mean, I do these camps, and I used to go on up in Canada every year, and we would get 60-plus kids and maybe a handful of girls, maybe five or so. And that's a lot. Um, I go out to Jamaica every year, and it's such a huge stigma over there for females to be involved in soccer. There's such a homosexual stigma. And it's so sad to see because you get camps of over 100 kids, and then you get three or four girls that are very shy about it because everything they're doing, they're being judged about. And I think if we can get more more females involved in the sport, more normal, um, I think that'll really be a big start to it.
0: I feel like even those three girls are probably more confident than the other shy girls who don't sign up. Like, I would be too nervous, I think.
2: Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I, I never really appreciated it because I was kind of the person who didn't pay attention to it growing mm-hmm. up. But it's hard being so outnumbered and by being judged by every single person who outnumbers you.
3: Yeah. That is hard. That's like a, I feel like you either love that. Like I used to kind of love always being the only female playing with the boys when I was growing up. But then I also see the underside, side of the other side of that, how that's just like, is intimidating and discouraging, yeah. you know, like at the same time. Uh, so yeah, it'd be so cool just to see, yeah, the, the growth of that. And I feel like as businesses, I feel like play a big role in kind of giving you guys a platform to, to show what you can do because a lot of the, ways I've seen a lot of you freestyles for the first time has been in something cool like an ad or a commercial or mm-hmm. you guys sporting new gear and being able to, to do moves and kind of bring a whole new light to like visual aestheticness of like advertisements and everything so I would love to keep continue to see more of that do you feel like that that's been something that's been increasing through your career like more brands wanting to work with you and collaborate with you
2: Definitely. And I think one of the the big catalysts for that was the ni- 2019 Women's World Cup. I mean, 2015 definitely helped a lot, but from the 2019 World Cup onwards was when I really saw a huge change in that. Brands like Pepsi and Secret were doing all these things, supporting specifically women in sport and really pushing it, not one, like entire campaigns about it, involving all these girls from all sorts of different sports. And it was really cool to see because we were finally getting a response from everyone. It wasn't just an ad that they were putting out there and people kind of look at it and don't care. It's kind of like a response that you're here and you hear people talking about it and it really gets you excited.
3: I love that. I think that's so important.
0: Yeah. So where where would your academy be? Would it be in LA?
2: I think so. I mean, as of right now, I want to move all over the world, but I think if I were to settle down and really start an academy, it would be because that's where I feel the most attached. And I mean, when I see girls getting into freestyle, it always excites me. But when I see them here locally is when I get the most hyped up. And I'm like, okay, let's reach out. What can we do? Let's get you involved in this sport because there's to love. You just, need to, you just need to find it.
3: That's awesome. So if you had one piece of advice for any young lady ballers listening to this who want to get into freestyle or start to pursue it, what would you say their first step should be?
2: Just... Start. I mean, don't judge yourself compared to other people because everyone else has something that they're good at. And you just need to find what you're good at. I mean, you can spend ages on the internet and be like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. They do this better. Just do what you can do as much as you can do it. I love that.
3: Got to start somewhere. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to try my catwalk today.
1: <laughs> good luck. I'll send nice. you the video after. i
0: give it a week and then we <laughs> Well, thank you so much for talking with us. We really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, it was great. I love chatting with you girls and it's good to catch up.
0: Yeah, we'll have to send you some more sweatshirts. <laughs> yes, I will definitely rep. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> You're awesome.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks, okay. Caitlin. You guys take care. You too. Bye. 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 Bye.